Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nicole QT podcast. I'm Nicole and I'm an NQT in the southeast, no, southwest of England. Um, I've lived here for a while, not originally from here. And I'm so grateful that you have chosen to listen to the podcast today. So thank you so much. Um, if you're new here, um, hello. <laughs> I have phone class in year one and I like to give random pieces of advice and talk to myself in my room and pray that other people just like you listen to my podcast. So thank you for being here. And let's get on with the episode. As you can see, um, today's episode is all about the sites and apps I use to help me be a really good NQT. And these would also be really good um, apps and um, sites to use if you're a student, if you're a teacher of any sort of um, degree. So hopefully this one will be um, really helpful to everybody. But of course, we all have our own little tips and tricks that we use. Um, things are good for us that are not good for other people and so on and so forth. So hopefully this episode resonates with you and um, you can kind of take even just a couple of things that I say from this um, that will help. Uh, also, if you are on social media, which you probably are, having found this podcast, I am at Nicole QT Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. So if you want to find me over there, that would be really, really helpful. I also have my own um, email account for the podcast. Um, it's at Nicole QT Podcast at gmail.com. So you can always send me an email over there. And it's it's amazing when I get messages and responses from people on social media and over the email as well. Um, because it sometimes feels like I'm sat here in my room talking to myself and I'll later then sort of um, let the episode go into the wide universe and I think, oh, has anybody actually listened to it? And I can see how many people have listened to it. But it means so, so much when people actually take their time out to say thank you or even just to kind of say, oh, I listened to the episode. Like that means so much to me. And even recently, um, my sister and my mum found out about the podcast and it's not really been something that I've discussed with anybody close to me. It's kind of just been something that I kind of privately um, created and threw out into the universe. And I've not really discussed it with many family or friends. There's, there's only been a select number of people that actually know about it and know that this is something that I've um, enjoyed creating. So I kind of accidentally they my sister found the podcast it got its way into the family group chat and the rest is history really so um if anyone who I know is listening to this podcast hello <laughs> and thank you also for listening because you guys are the best so thank you thank you thank you to everybody thank you for listening if you enjoy this podcast and you are listening on apple or your iphone or any of that sort of malarkey that's not me i'm afraid don't kill me um please can you rate the podcast which would be absolutely amazing if you left a review or rated the podcast that would make me so 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 happy so please do that and i will get on with the episode right so let's get started and it wouldn't be right for me to talk about technology and apps 
tips and things that I'm using currently at home to make me a fantastic teacher is Microsoft Teams. How have you found Microsoft Teams? Do you use it? Do you like it? (laughs) I live and breathe at the moment through the app of Microsoft Teams and that's no choice of my own. Um, It's just the chosen method that um, the local authority trust that I'm under has kind of all agreed that we all use this same sort of platform so it's completely out of my hands but I'm actually getting along with it okay when we first were introduced to Microsoft Teams I didn't really like it and I think that's mainly because I work with children who are like five and six and I can see why anyone kind of older would benefit more from using this sort of like very neat and tidy um adult program really um But I I can't see how even younger children, say reception children, are kind of using this. And and I know that the older children in school, say year five, year six, they can independently use Microsoft Teams. But our children in particular, and I know from having colleagues in reception that they struggle to use Microsoft Teams. So there are perks and there are things that aren't great about Microsoft Teams. But we really value the live sessions that we do from Microsoft Teams as it's so easy to set up a meeting with the children in our year group as we have our own team. We can invite everyone in the team to our live sessions that we do twice a day. So it's really, really straightforward and it's really, really easy. Um, It's also really good for things like assignments, which obviously we we don't really call them assignments when we're at school. We call it like pieces of learning and things like that. But we upload, um, I personally upload for the year group, um, an assignment, which is the day's learning. And from that, they can go on the learning, they can click on the learning, they can edit their own copies if we select them to, they cannot if we select them not to. Um, and all sorts of different things like that. So it's absolutely fantastic. You can you can edit things like PowerPoints and Word documents, resubmit with just a couple of clicks. And for us, that's a really helpful way of kind of getting everything back from them uh, rather than the email side of things because a few parents do choose to email us. Um, I'll talk about emails in a moment, but a, a few parents do email us and it takes that little bit longer to kind of open and process and it's just so um, easy and straightforward on Microsoft Teams that we can kind of have a quick look, send it back and um, submit that sort of feedback, they call it, um, which is absolutely fantastic because um, within a few sentences, you can kind of like um, assess kind of how the children are doing and kind of give them that feedback, which is actually really important. Um, with emails, sometimes you feel like you've got to write lots and lots when sometimes things only need a couple of um, sentences. So yeah, it's really it's really helpful, and I I have turned a corner with Microsoft Teams. Um, also, there's things like the chat and um, other um, perks, like you can meet people um, and all sorts of different things that I know that you can do with others, um, like Zoom and whatever. But I think Microsoft Teams is just very professional, very slick, and um, apart from the reading side of um, the navigation side, kind of um, of the younger. That the struggles that the younger children have, I think it is actually pretty good. 
I did just say then that I would quickly touch on emails and something that's been really good for us over this lockdown is that we made a year group email. Um, it wasn't us that made it. It was um, a school wide um, decision to make year group emails, but it's been one of the most helpful things that we have done. And I'm sure you can ask your IT team to help you with that one. So now that we've got this year group email address, um, I think we will use it in the future for things like homework, um, which is really, really good. And something that we've been using it for is kind of getting this, um, getting the learning to be sent back to the email address. And then the teacher who's the, that child belongs to, like their class teacher, um, will find that email and respond, respond from the email um uh, for the year the year group email account um and yeah it's just it's just really good because we can all kind of see who's come what emails are coming in we can kind of um pick and choose when we want to email like um email back if something's quite important um we might email to some of those um responses a little bit quicker um and we can kind of divide things up um that come through as well Something else that's really good, having this like alternative account means that all of these um, emails about learning and things are going to a separate place. So emails from other staff members, etc. are kind of going to your main email account. And then you've got all of this learning going to a separate place. So if you want to like donate, say, two hours a day and kind of only only have like this kind of time window where you respond to emails from parents then you can kind of do that. You can say the deadline for the learning is usually half past three. So I'm not going to respond to any of those emails and open that inbox until three o'clock, until five o'clock. So they've got extra time afterwards. They've got a little bit of time if they send it in early. And of course, we've got parents that try to go on Teams the night before, try and do learning the night before or in the morning before we've even done our first live session. Um, so it, it kind of gives them that opportunity then to just put it in the inbox and kind of just wait for a response from us. And we don't feel like we have to respond um, really, really quickly because I know with my inbox um, or my main account, um, my school inbox sort of thing, I... I like to be very um on top of it and it has to be quite tidy and I think having this separate um entity almost is is really really helpful so the next um kind of application that I'm going to talk about is the application where I make all of my actual lessons so like the ones where you're actually giving an input um standing in front of the class those sorts of lessons we use links um, it's very new to me and I'm still getting used to it in February. Um, but it's it's got a lot of um, really nice perks to it, which are different from maybe Active Inspire or PowerPoint. Um, obviously, there's a few others too. So I'll give you a few things that I have found with links and what I kind of like about links and maybe you'll think the same, maybe you'll disagree with me, but I really did not like links when I first started. And I, I know that you need to really get used to it. So maybe give it some time. With links, then it is one of those really child friendly screens. And you don't need to kind of um, 
like a PowerPoint or some of those similar sort of like slide um, show presentations, you don't need to kind of click on a screen and make it bigger. It is literally like 90% of the screen is your flip chart, as you'd like to call it. I'm not sure what they call it. Maybe a page. Um, I think it's called pages. Um, so it's really, really handy and really helpful. And you can make everything really, really big. It's along the top where you can kind of navigate and change things like font. Um, and it is pretty basic. There aren't loads of the tools that you can do on... Um, uh, Active, Inspire, Active Inspire, sorry. There's not all of those things that you can do on Active Inspire, but there are other things that you can do, um, like link PowerPoints and things like that, which I find really, really helpful. I'm not sure of all these crossover things, if, if you can do that on um, Active Inspire, but these are the sorts of things that I've um, learned how to do with links. Things like the snipping tool, you can kind of snip pictures um and words and phrases and things that you want to copy and paste because they're, the links copy and paste tool doesn't really work unless you've got them all lined up on the same sort of tab you can't have multiple pages up it all has to be um like like you would with a um active inspire page you'd have lots and lots lined up you do kind of the same with links and you can only copy and paste if you've got them all lined up at the top and you're kind of interleaving between them. So there's there's there are good things and there are some not so good things. Um, another funny thing that I found um, quite early on was if you try and actually rub something out, you pretty much rub everything out, like the background and everything. And it's, it's so annoying why they've created that tool like that. I don't know. But there's there's other lots of really good things like there's like a highlight tool. Um, which is like a spotlight and you can um, make everything else black and then you can kind of spotlight aspects of your slide which is absolutely fantastic um, so yeah there's 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 lots of things but I quite like it and if you haven't tried links maybe try that one it's l-y-n-x so like the animal the next um, website actually that I want to talk to you about which I have found really, really helpful during this, um, I say in inverted commas, school closure, is Oak Academy. And I have been using this only purely for my English lessons, but I know that they do a really wide range of subjects, which are really fantastic, really interactive. They've got videos, they've got helpful tools, they've got... Um, yeah, just really interactive, fantastic lessons on there for a range of subjects. And they are in year groups as well. So you can go for key stages, you can go for specific year groups, and they have absolutely fantastic ready-made lessons for you. And you don't need to add anything else apart from a link. I know that we have been creating like pages, um, including the link, and we'll make like help sheets and worksheets to go with um, what what is actually being um, com completed during the lesson. So for example, we're doing at the moment in year one, we are doing Jack and the Beanstalk. And for the last week, I've been making um, different pages so that they can use conjunctions and things like that. And yeah, it's just been fantastic. And obviously, it's quite close to the national curriculum. There's been a couple of things um, 
like subordinating conjunctions and things that have been included on my year one um, lessons. But it's really well explained and yeah, it's fantastic. So go and have a look at that if you don't use it and let me know what you think. For maths, I use the big white rose. Um, it's not called the big white rose. Everyone just knows white rose, don't they? White rose maths. Um, absolutely fantastic. Um, nothing needs to be said about white rose maths um, from my end. I know that we've got a very, um, I think it's a premium subscription. I'm not sure if it's actually called premium subscription, but we've got everything um, we could kind of need and we use white rose maths um, anyway outside of lockdown. So I think it's been really, really helpful Um as of late, we've been snipping more, creating additional um, resources and things for children at home, um, additional questions if they've asked for them, if, if we want them. And yeah, white risk maths, of course, is absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal? Phenomenal. So hopefully you have seen white rose before and you might have even used it. And if you need some help, maybe that would be somewhere to look for some during maths. Again, a big one for phonics. Um, we stopped our phonics play um, sort of subscription in, I think it was July, August. Um, I think it was just before the children came back. We kind of stopped our subscription to phonics play, which was a real shame because I know that a lot of them do use it at home. But then when lockdown happened again, they released a free login that everyone could use, which is really, really good because I know a lot of my children like the um, pirate game. You know, the one that's like, I, don't, I can't even sing it, but that one. They absolutely love that one and the Cars one. They absolutely love that one. So, yeah, Phonics Play, again, another one that I don't need to explain to you, but super, super helpful. If you don't know what it is, get on board because there is that free login. Um, let me just find it. I can't believe they didn't remember it because it was... Um, literally, I literally emailed it to a parent yesterday. Um, the username is... Jan 21 and the password is home so for that you can log in and use all the games and everything that we use I know there's a lot of free stuff anyway so if you wanted to just use the website um, you can get a lot of the games on there for free anyway but um, logging in is um, really really helpful the next um app that I've got on my list is a very specific one to our school and I don't know how many schools actually use this but I've used it across um, the city that I work in in different schools so I'm guessing it is quite popular but you'll have to let me know on this one because I don't know how schools do it but um, Arbor do you use Arbor? I love Arbor I can be a little stalker of my class and this is all information that I'm allowed to know and I'm not using it inappropriately but I can find my parents phone number super speedy and give them a ring and say how are you getting on and without Arbor and if I was at home without Arbor it would be so difficult for me to talk to my children directly um, see who's at school and all of those nerdy teacher things that we all love to do so 
I don't know. Do you have Arbor? Do you use a different sort of system? You'll have to let me know on that one. But I love Arbor and there's loads of things that you can do. Um, you can create little subsections. You can even like search for specifics um, um, like free school meal children, um, etc, etc. So use Arbor. It's fantastic. Another one that I've been using um as a sort of website that's really, really helpful to me and whilst I am at home is Epic. Um, it's called Epic Books. It's absolutely fantastic. You do need to sign up, but I think it is free. I'm assuming it's free. I think I, I signed up really, really super, super easily. Um, all you need to kind of say is which school you work for, etc., um, and have an email address. So that was really, really good. Um, I know that you can even set like mini assignments and set books for children as well, which is absolutely fantastic. But the main feature I use it for is for reading to my class um, every morning. It's my turn to read to um, the cohort. So all of my year one children, there's there's about 50 at home at the moment. So um, I share my screen, I get up the um, book and that way I can kind of click through the pages um, I can even hover over words and it highlights like the vocabulary gives you definitions of words and the pictures are always really fantastic there's a lot of hand-drawn um, books and things like that and I think it's it's a way of sharing different um, different styles of books with children as well because there's lots of um, sections that you can kind of um, filter as well as like non-fiction age-related fiction um and all that sort of jazz so it's absolutely fantastic lots and lots of lovely books that you will have never read before and one of the last things i just want to say about kind of helping yourself at home um using technology tips and tricks is kind of taking pictures of things and noting down things and you can use your phone for notes as well um but i do quite like to write everything down so um i kind of plan my week out and then scribble annotations on top of it of things that i need to do and get done by when etc etc say for like friday we're having fancy dress so i've like put post-it notes up about fancy dress everywhere because i need to a decide what to wear and b i need to remember to actually wear it on friday so there's a lot of things that um i do take pictures of and create notes for and i think that'll be really helpful too so i'm, I'm guessing you already do that because teachers have to be so organized but i just thought i would say that um i like to take pictures of things i plan to do not just things that i've done um and that way I can kind of be a bit more on the ball with things and go back and my phone's always with me. So, yeah. And that kind of wraps up everything that I want to talk about today. It's quite a quick one. Um, but hopefully you've taken something from this and thought, oh, I've never tried that one before. So I hope you enjoyed. Um, I'm going to go and relax. It's 6.21. I need to press... Um, a sign on my teams um, so that the children can have their learning the night before so some parents like to print off things and prepare for the night before um, the day before prepare for the night before you don't prepare for the night before you prepare the night before for the next day sorry that was my brain falling asleep so I'm going to eat now I'm going to chill out and my evenings on my own which is really nice because 
as we all know, that's really difficult sometimes as an NQD. So I've got everything I need to do for the day done. I'll relax. I'll edit the podcast. And tomorrow will be a new day of home learning. So hopefully everyone's okay. If you're at school, well done. If you're at home, also well done. Because a lot of people like to say that teachers at home are not doing their job. But we are. We're doing our job. We're doing more than we ever have before. We are doing a different job but we are trying to get by and make sure the children are happy. So if that's you, well done. If you're a student, good luck out there and enjoy. And it won't be like this forever, everyone. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can find me at Nicole QT Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, whatever you're doing. See you next Wednesday. Bye.